Right on. So, it's like two in the morning right now. <laughs> but I wanted to do a video. Um, I went to uh, the cities again. I'm still here now. And there was another um, deliverance meeting. They're doing these every Tuesday, I guess. And it was at this like small church. Don't know the name of the church. Forgot which part of town it is. I just know the cities as the cities so somewhere Minneapolis St. Paul in there um but anyways this uh this guy Charles Caruco he's leading the meeting um it's the unity movement is the name of their ministry um yeah it was awesome it was so cool like I walked in like I really wasn't late like I I got there like two minutes after the time it was supposed to start and like it was like it was going like they're just everybody was praying and like it was like the presence of God was just like tangible in the room right away and and it, it was so cool so I just went in and like plopped my stuff down and I just lifted my hands up and and it was just like it was just wide open man for prayer I didn't know what we were praying for like I could tell it was it was like they're praying for something specific, but I had no idea. And then Charles, he's leading leading the meeting, so he um, he starts listing out other prayer points, and he would say a prayer point, and then we would all pray for it. So that was the first like I don't know, like fifteen minutes, twenty minutes of the meeting, something like that. And that was a really cool way to start it off, man, because like you could just the Holy Spirit was all over it, <laughs> and uh, and he's like, all right, all right. Now, um, you know, find somebody by you and, and go pray for them. And, like, no specific <laughs> anything for that. Like, you're just praying for them. So me and this old dude, we kind of lock eyes and we're like, yeah. And I can tell he's lit up. Like, he knows the Lord. And I'm like, this is going to be cool. And he prays for me first. And it was all really specific stuff. Like, you would pray for somebody that owns a business. And he did not know I was a business owner and uh which is cool so the lord just dropped that stuff on him and um and i didn't say anything about it and we actually talked later he's like man do you own a business he's like i noticed your hoodie after a little while and he's like i just realized all that stuff i was praying might have been like dead on and i'm like yeah man it was it was totally dead on and then i was i was praying some stuff for him too um anyways the meeting starts um, it was a little bit of teaching. Uh, I don't, I don't think it was a ton of teaching. I was kind of taking notes on the whole thing. I started running around with these notepads, like within the last two weeks or so, which is really helpful because I take a lot of notes now. I didn't take any notes at anything before. Um, I think I'm just going to flip back to the beginning of this so that I don't miss anything because there was just like little things that I that I was taking notes of that were I say little things but they they seem pretty significant um I think I'm at the beginning yeah nope gosh there's like six pages it was a really good meeting like it was just sweet in there too it um it, it reminded me a lot of being in Kentucky at the Asbury Revival deal at the college, um, it was like just the the just the presence of God um, 
was was just like hanging out in in the room um would be the best way to describe it uh yeah i think i'm i think i'm kind of back back at the beginning now um yeah this is right where right where we got started just the the things i remember right away i know i'll miss some of them so it'll be good to have this too um there was a guy he got into a car accident i think two years ago and he got his ankles healed um tonight like he couldn't move his ankles around all of a sudden he's just rolling them around checking them after people were praying and um he's all good there was another lady in the back and she um she had something for 25 years i don't know what it was but she was like in awe um and that was that was amazing to see and i don't like i said i don't know what it was um there was another guy who there was something with his voice all of a sudden at one point like he just like kind of goes out singing he's like Wah! you know and we were i'm I don't. Th I actually don't think anybody was really that weirded out. There's a lot stranger things going on <laughs> prior to that, but it, it was unusual because there was a lot of you know, like just ah, you know, like demons getting cast out and stuff like that kind of noise. But then this guy just like sings out randomly at one point. And I was thinking, God, something happened. I'm like, D was he not able to speak before or something? But it, it was with his voice. He couldn't, like, he could talk, but just not to that. Um, degree like he, he couldn't do that he couldn't make that noise where he was singing um, so that was pretty cool there was this girl in front of me I don't know how old she was she I, I didn't really get a good look at her I just I knew she was younger she could have been 15 she could have been 20 I don't know um, I didn't really see her face but anyways she was sitting right in front of me and I could see her talking with like her grandpa or something during the beginning of the meeting and I, I and I remember her like saying something to him like gosh you know I, I think I should go up there you know I I feel like God's telling me to go up there to get prayed for you know and uh and when she does like oh my god she was up there for like an hour like she was like the Lord like moved in that lady's life um powerfully like just all all sorts of stuff going on, like crying, screaming. I, it, it, it was a lot, but it, it was totally like God just moved in her life tonight. It, it was cool. Um, I'm trying to think of other ones that were just right off the top of my head. I wanted to share. I, th I think that was, I think that was most of it. And, and again, like just the. Um, it was like we would come into these points of um like the just almost kind of this pressure or tension like there was things like getting worked out and then it would just and it was like we were just floating and like the whole room was like that i don't i don't know a better way to describe it um it it was beautiful it it was really beautiful um I think I'm going to read through some of the, some of the list. He's, 
this lady says, um, this was strange. So this lady came in and she's like, hey, there's this witch and she's been following me for 10 years. Everywhere I move, she moves to come and torment me because I'm a Christian. She's a witch. And, uh, and I was looking and I'm like, dude, how do you even respond to that? And I was looking at her and I was looking at Charles, the guy leading the meeting. And he kind of paused for a second. And somehow he built into saying this. This wasn't the first thing he said. But he got into where he's like, he's like, you know, that lady should be terrified of you because you're a Christian. Like, when you're, when you're like walking out your life in Christ, you know, she, she should be afraid of you. She should be freaked out by you, you know, instead of you being freaked out by her. And, uh, and it was, it was really encouraging just the, the way he said it. I, I might not have done it, done it justice. And then there was another, I like hearing, this is, I've heard testimonies from multiple people now, not just one. The first time I heard this, I was like, that's weird, man. I don't even know if that's from God. But then now, uh, people at Firestarters Church, there's a guy, um, I think I heard this from actually two, two of the guys there, Pastor Mark and Pastor Pete, different stories, but I'm not positive on that, but at least one of them was talking about this. There's a guy named David Hogan, and then I heard another one tonight from Charles Carugo, um, all kind of similar, but uh, basically there was a guy, he was going to preach in Tanzania, I believe. And there was seven witches. Um, and this was like, I don't think this was that long ago. I think sometime in the last 10, 15 years. But these seven witches were like, hey, you shouldn't come here. You're going to die. If you come here, we're going to put this curse on you, da, da, da. And the guy starts getting really sick as he's going there, like horribly sick. And he goes and he lands, the plane lands in Tanzania. And he said something along the lines of, he made like a public announcement like two so that he could get the message out to them he's like you guys have three days otherwise i'm not responsible for what happens to you after that three days you have three days to stop this and um one of the seven witches died <laughs> and then the other the other six uh stopped i've heard david hogan tell stories like that um <laughs> I've only heard him talk about it once, and it was like a video from back in the 90s, so I don't think he talks about it that much anymore, at least in the U.S., but I think it still goes on. Um, he uh, basically, gosh, what was it? He, he was, he was going, on, going on a rant about, about something. I, I think it was one of his family members that had been getting really sick from from this witchcraft thing. And this is down in, in Mexico. If you look up David Hogan on YouTube, he's got a lot of really good stuff on there. Some people probably don't like it or would say it's wrong or I, I don't know. The dude's just praying and fasting all the time, sees a ton of miracles, and he's just, just this jolly old grandpa guy. So <clears throat> anyways, um, he, he said something along the lines of to this... Um, which, uh, which doctor person that was uh, putting a spell on one of his grandkids, if I've got it right, he was like, hey, um, don't ever come back here again. Um, 
or you're not going to wake up in the morning or something along the those lines and um and then he kind of jokingly says he's like well how do you know that's even going to happen and then he looks and he's like because it's happened 14 because I've seen it 14 times or something <laughs> so he basically was saying like he like and you could get into a whole doctrinal thing there. But on 14 different occasions, he's like had encounters with these witches where they did not repent and they didn't change. And um, basically they ended up dying um, not long after or on the spot. So like, that's interesting, man. That kind of... That breaks a lot of people's rules that they have in their head about God and um, just uh, theology <laughs> overall. So, uh, there was a guy that he came to this church tonight that the, the meeting was at. This was cool. Right away, he shared this. And he's like, man, I didn't realize this until I got here. But he's like, this is the church that I got saved at 12 years ago. And I guess as soon as he got there, he was just wrecked. He was just crying. And then he literally like sensed like as he was walking up to the door, like God was walking with him, like just right up to the door to come into the meeting. Um, so that was really cool. Uh Oh, this was really, this was good right away. Part of what we started with. So if you guys are curious, if you're like, what does a deliverance meeting even look like? Um, yeah, we started out with prayer, went through the word a little bit. And then we did like a group prayer for deliverance, you know, just kind of every, everybody praying as a, as a group. Um, and I, I couldn't describe that very well, but then, uh, and we're all just like out in the, uh, like just like a church service, right? Like you have a dude at the front leading the meeting and then you have everybody out where their chairs are and we're all standing up. And then, um, I love this and I, I think they did this on Friday too, but Charles is like, he's like, all right, now think of three to five people, um, that you want to forgive. And, uh, for some people, right. It's like, there's like not, you, you can't really think of anybody that, that you have beef with or, or anything. And, and that's awesome. And you've got to be in a really healthy place. Like if that's the case, like you've, you've got to be like, just, you got to have your mind, like, just like spot on like Jesus. Right. Um, otherwise you're just like lying to yourself about it. Um, but yeah, he's like, he's like, all right, think of three to five people right now and, um, and, and basically praying, uh, to, to forgive those people and, and praying for those people. And, and it was cool. And I, and I did, I thought of like, I was thinking like back, like in the past, you know, and I was like, God, I can't really think of any, but then I thought of more like now like recent within like the last three four months and stuff like that and I was like gosh I just like small things 
small things that were like uncomfortable in, in my relationships with people and just interactions with people. And um, so I just, I kind of prayed for, for those people. And, and, and that was really good. But it's going into that right away for a deliverance meeting. I was like, man, that's so, that's like so foundational because I, I think that's, that's the cause of a lot of that stuff is, is just unforgiveness um, towards people and toward, towards other people and, and towards ourselves. Like that can be such a, such a huge thing. Um, and for, and for people that aren't saved, like I, th I think everybody there tonight, uh, was going into it from, from the looks of it. There were, I think there was like two people that like rededicated their lives, um, to Christ. But I, I, I think everybody was, was saved. Um, but yeah, when you, when you think about that, like having that at the beginning of a meeting where there might be people that are in there that aren't saved, like think of three to five people that you want to forgive, like right, that would make somebody so uncomfortable immediately. But it's like, that's, that's a really good thing to address right away. Not saying it's always got to go first, but I, I thought that was cool that that's what we started with. Um, and yeah, then we just kind of went through, man, we went through a bunch of stuff. Um, yeah, deliverance from all these, all these different things and just the spiritual aspect of it, like molestation, suicide and death. Um, God, I thought I had more of them listed there, but I think that was it. Oh, iniquities connected to infirmities. Um, I think I just had those few there. And this is when people started screaming and crying and just all the, all the wild stuff, you know, like you would think of, like you would see in a, see in a movie. Um, oh gosh, this was, this was interesting too. Um, he, he would, he was describing as he was leading, leading the meeting. He's like, if there's things like you've noticed in the last 15, 20 minutes where there's parts of your body that are moving, like you feel like there's things going on there and, and, and you want to get it out, just come, come up to the front. And there was several people that came up to the front and I was thinking during this, I'm like, this is crazy. I used to like basically have like Tourette's, like I had these different Tourette's ticks that I did and I've had it come back at different times and I can put myself in that same place again. Like if I, if I drink a bunch of caffeine, um, that, that same thing can start happening in, in one form or another. So like, I, I can't like, I, I can drink caffeine, but I, I can't drink a lot of caffeine and I can't like, there, there's just certain things I can't do with, with my health, like certain things I can't eat and whatever. Otherwise I start to get those things. And uh, it's it's when I'm like abusing my body is is when it happens in one form or another. Um, so, anyways, as he was as he was saying this stuff, I was just noticing. I'm like, God, I haven't had that in like a long time, you know. And I'm like, it's so crazy to be, to be free. And I was just like praising God. I'm like, I don't have anything's moving around in, in my body, you know. And I used to have a bunch. Like there was one where I would smell my hands. Like that, I would have to do that every, I don't know, like every couple minutes or whatever. There was another one where I'd blink my eyes 
that was constant. That was like sometimes several times a minute and that these would go on for a couple months and then it would change to another one. This is when I was in elementary school, middle school in there. There was one where I'd roll my neck around like this. That was a really weird one. That probably freaked people out. Um, But yeah, it's, it's, there's just a whole spiritual side to it. And I, I had no idea that my mom had no idea any, anything about that stuff other than the natural side of it and, and what doctors would tell us as soon as I started doing drugs, it, uh, it went away. And I think that's why I'd like doing drugs so much, uh, was because it made those Tourette's tics go away and it made me feel normal, but just treating the symptom temporarily, right? Not taking out the root. So it was cool seeing that tonight. Um, yeah, I was just, I wrote this several times in here and there's like six pages of notes, but just the, I kept writing, the presence of God is very tangible in here. Like the presence of God was just strong, very strong in, in the room. And um, it was just beautiful. Um, there's more more people screaming. There's a guy screaming. <laughs> there's all sorts of people screaming. <laughs> um and it was it was interesting too because it wasn't um you know it wasn't like scary or even like weird or or anything like that you know it's kind of just like man these you just think these people are getting free and and um and it's beautiful oh this was this was spot on for me and there was a couple other young guys that came up when he said this um He's praying, Charles is up front praying for something else. And all of a sudden he says out on the microphone, he's like, he's like, I just see someone in here, like a young man. And it's like, you're going all the way to the top of this, of this mountain. And then, and then you're just falling back down. And, uh, it's like, uh, it's like you just keep going up and up and up. And then it's like, you fall down again. And then you go all the way up, way up there. And then you fall down. And, um, I was like, God, I feel like that's me. And, and anyways, he's like, if you, if, if you feel like this word was for you, like come up here. And I went up and there was a couple other guys. And I, I think there might've been some older ones too, but there, it was several of us that were just like dudes in our twenties. And, um, and anyways, they, they just prayed over us. And this, uh, this guy, Scott, came and prayed for me. And I met him like two years ago at this Let Us Worship event. And now he's helping Charles with um, with their unity movement ministry stuff. And Scott's like one of the most lit up guys I've ever met in my life. Like he, he just is. Like I've, there's like four or five. A couple of them would be like this guy named Dan Moeller, Pastor Jay at the Church in the Pines, and then this guy Scott. Those are like the main ones that I, that I could think of offhand. I think Pastor Mark, Pastor Mark from Henning that has a Bible Institute, he's a, he's another, he's just got like a crazy smile on him. And so, so there's a couple of guys that I could think of like this where they're just, it's, it's like, they just, are they ever not smiling? It's crazy. Um, but anyway, Scott came, Scott came and prayed with me and, uh, that was, that was awesome. And, uh, I was, I was just like laughing and it, it, it was a good, it was a good thing. It wasn't any violent, like 
screaming on the floor stuff. Um, nothing like that, but it, it, it was awesome. I was just describing again here. Um, I wrote down a sweet quietness and gentleness is filling the room. It was like it would go in waves. Like it, it would be like people screaming and just all like, or whatever. And it's, I think, I don't know for sure, but it sounded like there was somebody like back to the left of me. It sounded like they were almost throwing up some stuff. I don't know if they, I don't know if they were or not, but it would go in waves of that really intense. And then it would just, we would just all settle into this. And it was just like, just this calmness in the, in the room. And even in the, in the intense times, this is kind of what it, where I wanted to go with this. So Scott and I are having a conversation, you know, we're standing up at the front of the room, right? And there's a lady behind him, like directly behind him as he's praying for me. And it was just like the sweetest, like prayer, like just, just the nicest, most encouraging thing. And he's just this like happy guy, you know? And, uh, and he's just looking at me smiling, but like right behind him, there's a lady and she is just going off. She's just like, ah, you know, <laughs> and there's a couple people down praying for her. And, uh, I'm like, and I, I'm like, and at the moment she's not screaming. I'm like, man, you know, I just really think like, this is so beautiful. Like I was here on Friday and it's just, it's different, man. I haven't been around this much. And he's like, yeah, it's amazing, you know? And just the softest voice. And then this lady again, just behind him, it just, ah! and then <laughs> pretty soon she's like, I hate Jesus, which is, it's not her, right? It's like the demonic thing coming through her. And, uh, and this was funny too. I went back and sat down now. And this lady's up there several times. You hear coming out of her mouth just, I hate Jesus. I hate Jesus. And then Charles Caruco, he, start, he starts saying, you can hear him praying. He's like, I love Jesus. I love Jesus. In his, in his African accent. And it was so funny. And pretty soon she's saying it with him. And, uh, yeah, it was just, it was awesome. Um, yeah. I think that was most of it. Oh, this guy's, I think this guy's eyes got healed as well. And, um, there was some sort of, there was some sort of like cloudiness, um, in his eyes where not like he couldn't see at all, but we were praying for his eyes for a while. And, um, so that was awesome. Uh, yeah. I think that was most of what I wanted to share. There was a lady uh, who was actually their photographer. She was there tonight, and then she was there on Friday night as well when I was there. And um, she had migraines, I believe, from the time she was 13. And they prayed for that tonight. And I guess her head started to hurt as they were praying. It started to hurt really bad. I think it was the right side. Um, and I think he just, when they, when they were talking about this, he had, this was actually like a prophetic word of knowledge that Charles had got. He, he said, is there somebody here who's the right side of your head gets really bad headaches? You get migraines there. And it was dead on. Like this was the right side of her head. And she spoke up. She's like, yeah, I actually, it's terrible. Happens to me about twice a month and I go blind 
Um, a lot of the times when this happens, I'll go blind in at least like one eye. I think she said it might've been both, um, which is crazy. That's a really, that's a really bad headache. And anyways, they laid hands on her and prayed for her and it started to hurt really bad. And then all of a sudden it was like, it was just, it was gone. Um, so that was cool. I think that was, that was most of what I had for notes. And then me and these dudes connected afterwards, me and these other guys, they're all in their twenties and, um, just fired up and, and love the Lord. And, and we all start talking. And then we went to Perkins and we were there for a while. Like we were at Perkins till like, I don't know what it, what it would have been. Probably like, probably like one in the morning, um, something like that. And, uh, anyways, we go out and like, I got to connect with all these guys on Facebook too. Not all of them, but, but most of them that, that whole, th the whole thing too, like all, all of our conversations, it was nuts. Like I met another guy who was down in the cities during the riots and I hadn't met anybody else that, that had done that. Um, and, and this guy was down there and we got to like exchange stories and stuff. And, and it, it was just cool. It, it was really encouraging. He was down there doing ministry and um, he was showing me pictures. His wife, um, you know, was like leading these like uh, walks because they, and for, he's, he said they were doing like some marches. I was like, well, what kind of marches were you doing, man? Like, it sounds like you were the bad guys. He's like, no, not that. He's like, we got a bunch of Christians together and we did like peace walks, man. And we were trying to like stop. We were like grabbing baseball bats out of kids' hands and stuff, trying to get them to stop doing what they were doing. And I'm like, that's awesome. Um, so that, that was just cool. And then I, I got out to the, I got out to the parking lot and, uh, everybody's leaving or whatever. And I go to start my truck and there was, there was nothing. And it was, it wasn't the battery. It was some sort of, um, there's some sort of safety thing or something. I, I looked it up, but anyways, I got to have it go, go to a mechanic. So I just got a hotel, but I didn't say anything to any of those guys because it was like one in the morning and I'm like, dude, I'm just going to let them, I'm going <laughs> to let them sleep. Like I don't have anything going on tomorrow. So I'm kind of just chilling now. Um, and I think, uh, my, uh, one of my workers, Bob, he's, he's kind of my only worker now, but I think he's going to come and grab me tomorrow, uh, while the truck's getting worked on. So from the, from the hotel room here, this is my, <laughs> this is my report. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I think that's mostly it. Got to see God do some really awesome stuff tonight. Uh, it was just beautiful. And I think I might keep coming down for these, uh, deliverance meetings on Tuesdays. I mean, it, it was just, it was awesome. I mean, it was deliverance, but it was healing. It, it would healings. I mean, it just, a, a, a lot of different things. Um, and just identity getting getting established for people um i th i think was huge um for people where maybe they had they had walked away for a while i i think that was a huge a huge part of it also you know so i, I when i first went down for one of these you know i was thinking i'm like is this going to be weird is it going to be like a uh, have a good night deb i think you were the only one watching me through this whole thing. So it's kind of funny. I had an audience of one, at least for right now. I'm sure more people will see it later, but <laughs> it was cool that you got to see this. I don't know why you're awake. It's like three in the morning, but <laughs> have a good night. Um,
yeah, it, it, it was a really cool thing. So not, not weird, not anything off, not anything like ungodly about the, um, about the meeting at all. It was really just pure, sweet, and, um, yeah, presence of God was just all over it. Totally, totally biblical. Um, I want to bring, I want to bring some more, uh, of my friends down as well. I think it'll be nuts. And, uh, I want to bring some people down that like, don't really go to church because I feel like they'll get just like radically delivered and, and saved and stuff. So I might, I might start inviting people that I wouldn't invite to church or I haven't invited to church. Um, because I think if they went to this, like they would just, just be on the ground, just, you know, and then they'd be, they'd come up speaking in tongues or something, something crazy like that. So I, uh, I don't know. We'll see. I'd like to get some people from our young adults group too. I think that would just be nuts. Um, and, and they would have a blast. So that's the, yeah, that's the whole thing. Um, God bless you guys. Have a good day or night um, or whenever you watch this.